This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. Here to lend legitimacy to the podcast are some medical students. Say hello to second year med student students, Mason LaMarche. Hello. Nick Lind. Hi, Dave. Madeline Cusimano. Hello. And physician scientist trainee, Aline Sanduk. Sanduk. Hi, thank you. Without all of whom, I'd just be another middle-aged white man with more microphones than are strictly necessary in a life. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for tuning in uh, to the podcast. A wonderful thing happened uh, regarding a listener question from our Halloween show. You'll recall that MD Wannabe wrote in because she was concerned about how hard her post-bac program was. We gave her advice, blah, blah, blah. Uh, of course, but this week, another listener, Emily wrote to the shortcoats at gmail.com asking me to forward her email and phone number to MD wannabe because she'd been in the same program and wanted to offer her support and assistance. Emily, thank you. Uh, I can't think of a better way to demonstrate to our audience. One of our core beliefs here at the shortcut podcast and the Carver college of medicine collaboration. Um, thank you so much for being super kick-ass. Um, you know, I hope it works out. I hope you guys connect and, um, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's fruitful for both of you. I really like that she validated that, like, I, I remember there not being a whole lot of formal advising, so yeah, I kind of just had to figure it out, so if I can help someone else in that same situation. Yeah, yeah. So, super cool. Uh, well done. Uh, so, uh, let's uh, begin the main portion of the show with a listener question from Blake about study aids. Blake? I just wanted to thank you guys for this podcast. I work alone in a restaurant before open for six hours per day and need something to listen to before this podcast. I was re-listening to my recorded lectures since stumbling on this podcast. My grades are slightly lower, my brain is more entertained, and I have been transported back to 2015. I have an important question. (laughs) Anki flashcards. Or Brainscape flashcards. To 2050. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't Is it? Did he go back to watch like episodes from that time? That's what I was wondering. Oh. Or maybe he was. Maybe he's a med student who uh, who was transported back to his pre med years. I'm not really. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, we should just. You know, we should just politely laugh. Don't you think? We shouldn't dissect. <laughs> <laughs> could just no. be a time traveler. That's, that's like a reasonable <laughs> that, possibility. That could have happened. Why would you go to the trouble of inventing that technology just to do that? <laughs> and only 2015. I mean, like, <laughs> I really wanted to experience coming back just to confuse all of us. Yeah, yeah. 2015 was an okay year. It wasn't. Yeah. wasn't bad, you know. But like, there's so many other years that you could go to. <laughs> it's true. It's not high on the list. Something a little different. The year 3000. I'd definitely yeah. go there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. We, I do like the fact that his grades are lower, though. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, glad that we helped. That's what we're. A, that's what we're all about. Yeah. Not not being particularly helpful. <laughs> uh, Anki or Brainscape? I've never heard of Brainscape. Same. Yeah, Anki's the one I remember. 
that seems to be the the common the, the common theme. I, and, and you know, I don't know if it's just because y'all talk to each other here, you know, in, at the College of Medicine and are like Anki, Anki, Anki. Yeah, med students tend to find a thing that works for them and then stick with it because you don't have time to not. <laughs> yeah, to like empirically determine the best thing. And then word spreads like wildfire, and then we all jump on the bandwagon because we're all looking for mm-hmm. the best thing that works yeah. Yeah. the time we have. Most and, people I know use like Quizlet or um, Anki, but Quizlet is very different. Like it's not supposed to be like Anki, but a lot of people just like that style better. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of other people have done some of the legwork for you with Anki so you can get other decks and, and maybe the what brain, whatever it is. Brainscape. The other brainscape. Uh, maybe maybe other people have done the legwork on that as well. But uh, it's great to get pre-made decks and then maybe your classmates make decks related to specific uh, lectures at your school. And uh, a lot of people are using it. So you can definitely crowdsource some material. That- Our classmates will, for different exams, will make their own like flashcard set or an exam and then just post it in our group me for anyone mm-hmm. to download. I think a good thing to consider is Brainscape is a paid program. So mm. the, the deck they make is curated by them. So in theory, I would think there'd be like some quality control. Um, that being said, I've never used it. The benefit of Anki then is it's free. Um, there's tons of pre-made resources. There's a really great community with a lot of ways to customize your studying. And the only thing you'd have to pay for is if you want your iPhone, you can pay 25 bucks. Um, otherwise, it's free. So I think that's the benefit of Anki is it's a time-tested resource with time-tested community decks that is free or much cheaper than Brainscape. I think their step one deck was starting at like 140 bucks. So we have better places oh. to spend our money when it comes to test prep resources, which is why I think Anki is so popular. Yeah. This would be a good time to point out that uh, none of these people we're going to talk about today are sponsors of the Shortcode Podcast. <laughs> it's Although just going like a segment where their names are all beeped out. Yeah. Listeners have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Again, only slightly helpful. The I have no disclosures talking about Anki. <laughs> <laughs> So Anki is very powerful and you said there's a learning curve associated with it. Can you talk more about that? So Anki is built on the concept of the Ebbinghaus learning curve. So it's the concept that uh, you answer a flashcard and then just before you're going to forget it, you are shown the flashcard again and if you know it, um, then you you know mark that you know that card and then it will advance further. So how does it know you're about to forget it? I mean, I could use that shit in my life for like everyday things. It's like you're you're supposed to pick up your daughter today. from school it's an algorithm that like kind of calculates the average amount of time that things like stay in our memories and then you like kind of rank it like was that really easy was that good was that hard and so then it gives you it like expands the space it's spaced repetition it it expands the space in which it gives that card back to you based on how you rank it you guys you know what you guys are babies when i was coming up in this world immediately when i was coming up in this world we didn't have no algorithms we didn't have no uh, electronic flashcards algorithms (laughs) no they literally did not exist they had not been thought up yet nobody there were no are you older than i thought you were nobody nobody i'm a vampire (laughs) nobody was sharing flat resources with each other there were no there's no way to share them you know you had to like uh, copy them on a Mimeograph yeah. machine or something. <laughs> this is this is insane. Dave, were, you, we li- were you born in a log cabin? You built yourself. Is that what you're about to tell us? <laughs> Did you have yeah. to use the Pony Express for everything? <laughs> yes. But what I'm saying is, 
It's well, you live in an amazing. I hope you. Yeah. I hope you every day thank your makers for being living in such an, a miracle, miraculous time. There is a use to the internet, and yeah. that's it. It's not just. I shouldn't make that joke. <laughs> Cat video. It's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. It's not just the bathroom wall of the world. Okay. Yeah. But. Uh. Fantastic. A large portion of it is, but not all of it. Yes. Yeah. What uh, What other resources have you f- do you use for study aids um, that you've either purchased or 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 found or? Well, I'll tell you what we don't use. The vast majority of people that I know don't have not cracked a single book outside of anatomy. Yeah. Netter's anatomy, and I think the anatomy atlas that we used. Are the only books I can think of. Otherwise, if you do read a book, it's a PDF copy you got online. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I used a lot of our counseling center's board review series for yeah. practice questions. Yes, yeah. but yeah. I didn't have to pay for that because our counseling center has a collection of books. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of books because that's the the old fashioned Dave Etler way. <laughs> it's of, vintage of it's learning the vintage thing. method of study. Yeah, vintage is coming back. Well, who knew? <laughs> It's like it's like the vinyl of med school. It's an antique, you know. <laughs> you know what? I was actually out the other day at a restaurant and I saw a little kid with an iPad. Um, and then it put the it the kid put the iPad down. <laughs> That's how we parents refer to our children. Well. well, I was I was saying it for the iPad, but the kid put the iPad down and then took out a book and then went to like put his fingers on the page to try and zoom in ah. on the book. Uh. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. Okay, so I write so much on my iPad. I've gotten so good at writing on my iPad that like, but I do also print out like lecture outlines to take notes on sometimes because I don't like having absolutely everything electronic. And if I'm like switching from iPad to um, like, I can do this thing where I can like draw a line and then if I hold it, it'll make it a perfectly straight line. Well, if I'm doing that in real life, like I will like press my pen harder into my paper and then I was like, oh wait, <laughs> the line is not gonna like make a perfect square <laughs> by doing this. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> or I've like yeah. flipped it over to like a race and I was like, oh wait, no, I can't just do that. <laughs> what do you guys take notes with? iPad. Yeah, iPad. But 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 on using what software? I, I Notability. Note. Notability. Yeah. I do my notes a little differently. Um, I take my notes on a whiteboard. I have a little personal whiteboard um, because I don't really save them unless they're important. So I'll like put an important note into an Anki flashcard. Um, but the rest of the time, I'm mostly just jotting and scribbling on a whiteboard, and then I'll erase it because. So you have like, do, do you anyways. go into a lecture with like 47 whiteboards? <laughs> well, that's assuming I go to lecture, but no, I just. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's actually a tablet of whiteboards connected by a ring and you just flips them we over. We do have access to like Office 365 whiteboard, which I tried to use and it's oh, really? not, not good. Not good. Oh, never seen that. So you, so, so how do you, but how do you, okay. So yeah, just marker and a whiteboard is like my note thing. But then again, like I only put important things that I need later because I found like if I take notes on one note, I don't go back and read them. So yeah. there wasn't a purpose. Hmm. Oh, I For me, it's just the, the actual purpose of like writing it down and helping to encode my brain by writing. I never uh, like rarely, rarely look at my notes because I just unless I made a Anki card with a picture. Mm-hmm. From my notes in it. Yeah, I use so the notability versus OneNote is a big debate, and I think there is a lot of pros and cons to both. I one is like OneNote is like it comes with our email, like mm-hmm. Office three sixty five, so it's like quote unquote free. Whereas like I had to pay to get, but it was only ten dollars for a lifetime subscription to Notability, and 
I'm knocking on any wood that I can find, but I've never had any issues. And like, I think OneNote can do more, but it, people are constantly having like issues with OneNote. Yeah. Yes and no. Like I've had like minor issues that are annoying with OneNote. I haven't had any major issues. I know a lot of people have had like major issues. Yeah. There are a lot of people that do. Um, I think the one nice thing, I'm not sure about Notability. One nice thing about OneNote is you can access it literally anywhere from any device. Like you just have to log into your Office 365 account. Yeah. So you don't need to have your device with you if you really want to look something mm, up. Yeah, but I always have my device with me. But I actually got it for my computer too, so I can like switch back and forth between my computer and my iPad. Rebuttal. Um, <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think the message is like for taking notes. There's a lot of ways to skin that yeah. cat. Like yeah, it doesn't matter exactly. what. Yeah, to. no, you I can on- use paper if you want. And yeah, some that's people do that. Wild. Too. Because I never look at my <laughs> that's notes again. Wild. I- Dave at you. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy paper. Way That's to, crazy. Way I mean, the reality is, there. like, there are people that look back at their notes. I know that exists. I've I seen do. them do it. I never look back at my notes. It's mostly so just a way to like. But you okay? So my stuff together. So you so you take notes and then you n- never look at the. So How then do you it, study th- at that point, it's in your brain. I, I mean, it's kind of a way to like help me think about it, and I might rewrite something in a different way, and then like if I find that it's really important i put it in an anki card and then i look at it a bunch of times on the anki card but the reality is i'm uh probably using other um other resources after i've gone through that first pass maybe watch the lecture i'm probably not the one to talk to about the best way to study <laughs> well if you <laughs> never have to look at your notes like again a bunch of uh, random things that i throw together and like it mm-hmm. somehow works but uh I've Definitely. changed my study strategy for like every yeah class. yeah I, I completely overhauled everything for Keystone, which is our last class before we go to clinic, just because I wanted to test run how I'm going to do some studying when I'm in clerkships, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you know who knows mm-hmm. the jury's out. It could be a terrible idea. I might fail the last class of uh, <laughs> of preclinical years. You just reminded me that you're in the final phase of your phase one curriculum, mm-hmm. and that you'll be you'll be leaving me. Alina, 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 sticking around I'm here forever. But uh, you guys will be leaving me to to go and. and You'll do- have to actually email people every week. I know. We'll we'll come back fourth year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's f- lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake. I hope we've helped in some small way. Um, sounds like Anki is your uh, is your is, might be might end up being your go to at least according to our students here. Watch a lot of YouTube videos, find some Reddit threads if you really want to become a master. I've just taken the easy way out and I just use other people's cards. Mm. Oh, uh, I was going to ask: Does Anki is Anki just for medicine? No, yeah. I oh. yeah, no. I think a lot of people use it for foreign language mm-hmm. stuff. I've seen a lot, a lot of foreign language oh, this, stuff. This, this is just making me feel like I could, I could, I could be, become smart again. <laughs> yes, you, you are smart, again. Dave. I, I could become book smart. I actually think it almost might be better for, well, I think it'd be good. I used it to study for the MCAT and that was good because I studied, studied started studying for the MCAT like a lot earlier than most people that I know. I think it'll be good for step. But for our tests that we have every two weeks, it's really hard to like mm. the the space repetition. It's not as useful for cram studying and more useful for like putting it into your brain well, for long term. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it could be used for a lot of things 
other than medicine. It also has built-in audio. So some people use it for like audio training to learn a new language. You can put in videos. Some people use it to learn sign language. It's a, it's a multifaceted tool that's not just for medicine, though it is really popular. In that's medicine. how I learned heart sounds. It's by putting audio yeah. in oh, wow. I'm imagining putting it under my... My, my tablet under my pillow <laughs> when I sleep at night Play like to Italian or... vacuum knowledge into my brain. <laughs> That's how that works. I mean, you could, also, <laughs> you could also just find like an Italian podcast and play that. You don't need anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> you have to put it on a tablet under your pillow. <laughs> and I want That's Dave to write o- about it. That's the only way learning works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of computer stuff, here's one for you. MIT wants pictures of your poop. Oh. Already doing this. (laughs) Where do I send it? Yeah, I just got a big library full of of useful data. For no particular reason. Uh, The images will be used to train a neural network to help patients with chronic digestive conditions. You can submit your photos to seed.com slash poop on your phone. So if we have a problem, will they diagnose us with anything? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Can you repeat Mason? how the pictures will be used? I'm not clear about that. So you'll be asked for your I'm just, uh, you'll be asked for your email address and your daily poop schedule. Okay. So you can get daily reminders. If you <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to poop. <laughs> I wasn't aware this was necessary. I think they're reminding you to photograph your poop, not to actually poop. Fair. Although this guy could be a helpful service if you're if you're a poop forgetter, I would think that like the act of pooping, if you've already committed to this, would remind you that you need to take a picture. I don't know. You because might just need to remind you might just, because that's how Nick works. You might just flush and say, "Oh shit, I forgot." <laughs> Pun intended. You can take a picture as it swirls. Yeah. But then What's it comes out blurry. Question? Yeah. Seven GI docs will then look through all the images. And categorize them according to the Bristol yeah, stool scale. Portrait. I'd really like to artfully blur out the background of uh, high speed oh, shutter. Oh, what about aperture? all those Instagram filters? Yeah, don't use the wrong filter. That color, that'll throw off the whole scale. You can see these GI docs being like, "God damn it, another Clarendon <laughs> filter." <laughs> Oh man, what if Sepia. someone becomes yeah, what if someone becomes a Instagram influencer for poop stuff? This is where yeah. I'm seeing this go. Is that no, against you, Instagram's terms and conditions? <laughs> Just nipples. That's the only thing they won't allow on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. Only nipples. So I have a friend of mine from high school who used to do this and he'd send it to us in Snapchats. Um Nikki B, shout out to you. So I'm just sure he's got a repository ready what? to go and he could be an early influencer in the poop game. Would he <laughs> Would he, okay, the, he'd rate them. He'd give us a little bit of backstory. What? what, what? How? How close are you guys? Well, close enough to send close. poop to each other. I Actually, like I should. I should say. Do you want to give us? He ins- sent it to all of us. Unsolicited. No, unsolicited. Yeah, it's not like they were clamoring. It wasn't it. like we had a little club of poop sharing. It was just Nick <laughs> deciding that it was time to show I us feel what's like happening. That's ten times worse than an unsolicited <laughs> dick pic. <laughs> That's like the next level of sexual harassment. It's like at that point, I'd rather see his penis at that point. Like, uh, uh, 
Would, would he send? Uh, would he send uh, uh, particularly impressive uh, examples? Or He'd send them all and give them rating four out of ten, six out of ten. Um, it was kind of a, a subjective scale. Weird. Yeah, it's definitely Very. a guy thing, but um, yeah, it was an impressive catalog. I don't know if he has them saved in a beautiful repository, but um, I don't know. He could be important for this this project. All right. You know, before the internet. People like this, you know, did their business in their basements, did not communicate with other human <laughs> beings about what they're... Thanks to the internet, these people are now finding each other and then having conferences. It's really a beautiful about thing. About documenting that, yeah. I suppose. Smartphones, I suppose. amazing. <laughs> Camera in your pocket. So they specifically were in their basements, is that... <laughs> <laughs> or some other secretive location. In the right? chamber pot. Like. <laughs> it's like one of those weird, awkward uh, basement bathrooms that's just open in the what? middle of a basement. Oh, what? This yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. This is is a thing uh, apparently in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. You have basement bathrooms. Yeah, what's but is there's that no like thing? like if it's a really old house, there's no real bathroom. It's just like a toilet, toilet. in the middle of the yeah. Like, but basement. I have noticed that. But even that. like our normal bathrooms in the basement, not normal. Yeah. It's it's not the norm. I think in most other it's like an, you can't a disembodied have toilet. And by disembodied, I mean not inside its own oh, so toilet room. You're talking about specifically just the random toilet. Disembodied yeah, my, random toilet like sitting not, in a corner. Not accompanied by a sink Perhaps or a mirror it has or a, a sink. Door. It could have a sink. It could even have a shower. The point is it has no goddamn walls. <laughs> it has no finishes. Yeah. My, you know, there's no finished floor. There's no yes. finished walls. Yeah. It's a toilet. <laughs> In the corner of a basement. You know, My grandmother has one of these, and it's like sitting on a platform. Who, yes. uses, who uses this toilet? Like a, toilet? Like a true, Why are those a thing? It's like a true throne, and right next to it is a shower that, like, it's just a curtain on the shower. That's who it. in the world I bet, I uses bet. this toilet? Is it like, does grandma like, I think I'm going to go down to the basement toilet today because that's just how I feel. I well, wonder if they like wanted to put in the plumbing for the bathroom in case like when they were building the house but weren't sure about the layout yet. So maybe they... Probably. Prob I mean, this is yeah. an old house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm betting like an afterthought. 20 years ago, there was a very prolific but very kinky contractor <laughs> Who started a trend, he's like, I'm going to make this a thing, whether people like it or not. And if there's no walls, maybe he just wants to be walked in on. That's what yeah. I'm betting. All right, you guys run into that. What? Oh, that yeah. was going to be my thought. It's like the Midwest, it's like you never know, and you might be down there for a minute. So I'm actually... And so you have to like use wait, the restroom in Joel, front of your whole family? Joel said, what about tornadoes? That's what we're talking about now. So oh, in the, yeah. yes, oh. it, it, it's worth pointing out that in the Midwest... Yeah. Sometimes there's a tornado, the and what are you going to do in that? I have, I have at times risked life and limb, so I have <laughs> to a do my business. I have a historical answer to this question. <laughs> oh, nice! So, um, this basement toilet called the Pittsburgh Potty. Um, <laughs> so it's not even Midwest. So, yeah, Pittsburgh's like on the outstretch, I guess. So it um, was made in Pittsburgh because of the steelworkers and miners there. And they often use them at a long day's work. So they would go to the, the basement first to like undress and change their clothes uh -huh. and then also do their business. Mm -hmm. um, that's why some of them would have a shower and many times not have a sink because you don't need to wash your hands if you're going oh. in the shower afterwards. And maybe it's a, fa yeah. and maybe in a the, farming, in the farming thing. 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 And you come uh -huh. in with your stuff. You don't want to soil the whole entry of the house. You go in a separate way. So you, why build a nice bathroom? When you have s solved. Why didn't I ever think again? The Internet saves. 
why didn't I ever think to actually, I, I just thought it was some weird, stupid thing that Midwestern people do. Nope, we got the Yinzers in Pittsburgh to thank for that. Yinzers. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, that was fun. And Mason ruined it. Um, so <laughs> History. <laughs> The intro yeah. As I said, several uh, seven GI docs look through all the images and categorize them according to the Bristol Poop Scale, uh, which is a oh, thing. Oh, this is how we got on this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and to begin development, the researchers modeled poop from Play-Doh and photographed them in a 3D printed toilet mm. for a level of realism I wasn't aware was necessary. Um, they also searched the internet for pictures of people's poop. Uh, so no doubt. Uh, Mason, your buddy, is represented. Um, the yeah. researchers hope that this database will serve as a tool for academic research as well as for patients to understand how lifestyle affects digestive help and to help them with the effects of their digestive diseases. So. It would be maybe useful like when doctors are asking you to describe your bowel movements. A lot of time patients don't know. I, Dr. Sanchez just told us today that sometimes he will like if he's wearing black shoes. Like, do, are your stools black? And the patient's like, I don't, I don't know if they are or not. And then be like, is it this color? And he'll like point to his shoe. But if he could just show them a picture of. Well, Dad, that's what they have a Bristol poop scale for. Yeah, exactly. I imagine that's what a Bristol poop scale is. I didn't actually research it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a, a chart. Poop chart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe he does use that. But in yeah. the interest of time, we'll just. I like the shoe thing, though. Yeah, it's just like, is it this color? <laughs> is it is it the color of my red shoes here? Yeah, that that's going to be a problem. That's a, you might want to get that looked at. <laughs> that is at. like, that is fresh blood. <laughs> you yeah. Might want to get that looked at. Definitely bleeding. A uh, <laughs> active. Helene's <laughs> <Aline's> lost. <laughs> uh, hiccups. What is the point? of them other than to annoy the sufferer and make everyone around you laugh at your discomfort. Researchers at the University College London think they may have hiccups figured out. A study of 13 newborn babies, some preterm and others full term, revealed that hiccups trigger a big wave of signals in their tiny brains. And they uh, think that this large wave, these large waves may help babies' brains learn how to monitor their breathing and ultimately learn how to control their breathing voluntarily. Hmm. Um, the hiccups trigger actually three uh, sets of waves, and the third, which coincides with the hick sound, uh, allows babies to link that sound with sensation. Um, mm. And uh, the the study's lead author noted that babies aren't able to fully process body sensations. How do we know? <laughs> mm. um, and need to learn proprioception. So another mystery solved. We got the toilet mystery, the hiccup mystery. Our it's all about solving mysteries today. Aren't hiccups uh, due to like, I don't know what the word is, when, you're, when your diaphragm and your intercostals are like out of sync and yeah. the, there's a pressure differential and your body corrects it by like generating oh. an N. I thought it was just like a, like a twitch of the... So let me tell you what I know because I had hiccups Mason for two hours yesterday. Mason, All Mason, <laughs> I want Mason on every show because he's... Mason I, I, you always have a great explanation. Go ahead. Okay, so hiccups. Um, it is about the diaphragm and the phrenic nerve, our good friend the phrenic, and it is partially related to our respiratory system, sensing that we don't have enough CO2, which is why they say hold your breath to increase CO2 levels. So it's an attempt to calibrate your system to the, the respiratory acid base. Mm. Um, so it can also be influenced by irritation of the phrenic nerves, which is why with like um, pericarditis and some reflux that you can also get hiccups. So 
Um, the physiological reason is CO2 regulation. The pathological reason is um, some diseases of the mediastinum. Um, so let me tell you, though, after having it for three hours yesterday, none of the home tricks work. <laughs> I tried breathing in a bag. I tried uh -huh. doing all the things to. Uh, you know what I do? And I've counseled my children to do, but now you've called it into question. Um, I hold my breath, but I push against whatever mechanism is holding my, not to the point where I'm going to have an aneurysm, but just, an, just enough to make it, you know, like to increase the pressure in your head just a little bit. Or that's what it yeah. feels like. Well, th that's why you pass out if you hold your breath. It's not because you're lacking oxygen. It's because you can't push off the waste CO2. So I breathe as deeply as I can. And then I hold my breath until I start seeing, you know, the curtain of stars that means I'm about to pass out and then I let go yeah and it works every my moment. grandpa would just say I will give you $20 if you hiccup again and then you wouldn't hiccup again oh grandpa that's brilliant that's not that's bad. wow I'm not doing like that. that yeah <laughs> I ain't doing that that's not what I'm doing but almost not for my children. every time I think I only got $20 one time really Mm -hmm. oh, I just it would be just my luck. I, I don't know. That's a risky bet. What yeah. if, like, risky bet. You know, what if you're a gambler and you're like, you spend away your savings on this kid? Hiccup I just, bet. I wonder if he I'm would start like with wait small until we'd we'd had it for a while. I don't, I don't know what was like. You know, was he waiting like we'd had it for like thirty minutes? So and then he was like, all right, I'm gonna, you know, like I don't know. I just feel I do feel like there's some like placebo psychosocial oh. something going on in there. Could be, yeah. Surprise, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Grandpa. Good job. I'm gonna start. Yeah, as I say, I'm gonna start with smaller denominations. Pennies. I'm gonna start with pennies. Something really, my children will really value. But then it might not work. A nice like, warm perhaps, hug. perhaps some knowledge. I'll give them some wisdom. If you, if you hiccup again, I will give you some wisdom. <laughs> did you, uh, did you guys ever see that uh, parody movie uh, Mafia? No. It had like Christina Applegate in it and Jay Moore. It's very old, but it was like it was a parody on like. Uh, the Godfather, and it shows like the the grandfather, the family who was the Godfather, mm -hmm. like back in his day, and like how poor they were. And in one of the scenes, so they're Italian. So in one of the scenes, his job is to squeeze out the oil from olives to make olive oil. <laughs> and at the end of his shift, he goes to the boss, and the boss is like, "Fine work today." And then he holds up a penny and cuts it in half <laughs> and gives him the half penny. He's like, "Yes, yeah, steaks tonight." <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought of. <laughs> That's great. I gotta find out what that movie was called. So, Dave, could I regress to the poop conversation? No. As everything in life How, right. Now I, I know why your friend kept sending you pictures. Yeah, so I really obsessed. I'm fixated. I clearly want to be a gastroenterologist. Um, no, so I actually did just quickly text him to clarify. So he did not send us pictures. I want to blame my fallible memory. Um, he would send us sketches. So uh, that's even worse. That's even worse. So he took the time to then rate it. So if you look at the Bristol poop scale, it's like a, a, you type it one to seven based on like consistency, size. He had a system for the delivery of the poop. The, was it smooth or painful? Size and shape. Number of particles or logs. Uh, smell, volume of wipes needed for total cleanse, Gross. and overall satisfaction of the poo Not experience. Necessary. So this is the Bauman sketch scale of um, poop. <laughs> so I would like to what, credit him. What is uh, Mr. What is Mr. Just looking at a toilet to sketch that. <laughs> That's a great He's question. Really bad to He's not a great artist. <laughs> <laughs> How could you tell? Well, this I mean, looks I like guess, shit, dude. <laughs> I guess that is a compliment. Uh, what does Mr. Bauman do for a living? 
That's a good question. Um, I'm pretty sure he's in the finance industry right now. Uh-huh. Um, so, so could could have been a colleague for all you know. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> of uh, of Nick's yeah, from your previous only just life. A very few people in the world go into yeah. finance. Yeah, it's like a really rare field. <laughs> no one's in finance except people who sketch their poop. Yeah. So well, you can't make a lot of money in finance. So this guy sounds like a murderer. <laughs> no, he's really sweet. I promise. He's just a lot of murderers are very sweet. You're yeah. really selling them. Now, now I'm worried he's Ted Bundy. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and be really upset. <laughs> Uh, well, you, you know didn't what? Depersonalize it. Though. You didn't share the sketches with us. Right. You don't true. know. Yeah. Yet. No. Your friend should be worried. Did you now. say Why? his full yeah, name? I don't even remember. The, uh... Yeah. Send. Have him send. Or... See if we can dig up an old photo. I guess they were sending them on. Dig, on... dig up. Dig up. <laughs> <laughs> see if we can find an old photo and and send it to the shortcuts at gmail.com I can I can address him. That'll, that'll be good. Okay. I'll have my guy talk to your guy. Mr. Bauman. Send His guy me, is him, though. Send me, <laughs> send me a picture. Not a real picture. Just a sketch. Don't want that. Yeah. The artist's rendition, please. Yeah. Yeah, that would be swell. You guys, uh, uh, we haven't really talked about the vaping epidemic. Mm, man, uh, don't even get me started on this. I can't stand it. Well, I'm going to have to get you started. The death toll from vaping stands apparently at 42. There are... Uh, 2,172 cases of um, vaping-related respiratory illnesses as of November 13th in 49 states and two territories. Um, This week, one patient's lung transplant at Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit, Michigan, made news this week with one of his doctors saying it was an evil that I hadn't faced before. Hmm. The uh, 17-year-old patient in question is an athlete who, like 28% of high schoolers and 11% of middle schoolers, smoked e-cigarettes. No Uh, way! 28%? That's what it says. That's what it says. And 11% of middle school. Mm -hmm. We're talking like 11, 12, 13, yeah, right? Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a mass project on vaping and the numbers were, I remember the most shocking thing to me was just like the amount of people who, um, the amount of teens who have tried it and like the correlation with transitioning into actual cigarettes was really high. So they were just like, it wasn't, it was like regardless of the effects of vaping or whatever, it was correlated with if they started vaping as a teenager, they were so much more likely to start smoking tobacco cigarettes um, in their like early 20s. Really? Because that's the opposite of yes of what mm-hmm. the industry and I guess. But it wasn't supposed to be developed for teenagers. You know True. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, this but it's marketed. Well, <laughs> And that's that's one reason yeah, why it's, it's not adults that want to smoke, but also have the taste of bubble gum yeah. in their mouths. So. Um, yeah. And, and, and politicians have sort of focused on the flavored vapes, um, banning them in, in some places. Um, but this particular aspect of the problem, these vaping related illnesses, of course, seem to be um, from using products with THC, especially um, as far as we can tell as far as they can tell, um, uh, manufactured informally, shall we say, uh, in one's garage or whatever. Um, anyway, uh, this particular patient uh, presented in early September with what looked like pneumonia. He was intubated a week later. Uh, 12 days after his admission, he was on ECMO, Ooh. which I don't know what that is. ECMO. That's from the extracorporeal membrane oxygenation. And, and what is that? Lo- yeah. uh, is it like a machine that is... It literally... It takes blood out of your body and it gets like filtered through a machine and then put back in. Hmm. 
It's like it's a heart and lung bypass. Yeah, is my understanding. So when somebody says they're on a heart lung machine, that's what ECMO. I don't is. think they would ever say heart lung, but like ECMO is mm-hmm. okay. is a known term. It's used in the NICU a lot. All right. Yeah. Uh, by October fifteenth, ECMO was beginning to fail as a treatment, and with days to live, he got his new lungs. He's now breathing on his own. Mm. Um, we haven't really, as I said, we haven't really talked about this very on the show at all. And I'm, I think because you know, it seems like sort of something we would have talked about earlier, except that it kind of started slowly and suddenly it was everywhere. suddenly it was everywhere. And at some point, I was like, well. You know, and there's just not like news anymore. All this like new data, you know, like coming out all the time. Yeah, I feel like we just still don't know a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I decided to talk about it because a week ago, um, the CDC sort of identified vitamin E acetate, a, which is a, a sticky oil used as a thickening agent in irresponsibly manufactured THC and other vaping products as a strong culprit. Although it doesn't really. What do you mean by uh, irresponsibly manufactured? Like like back room yeah like yeah yeah not, I, I, not didn't, I didn't regulate i didn't know how exactly yeah i was trying to figure out like what's the best turn of phrase and i clearly haven't hit on it but basically yeah i mean this is things you know the kind of things that you might think about being sold out of the back of a truck somewhere or or uh, uh manufactured it manufactured GC, illegally say. yes yeah fair enough i think it's interesting that you know there are some correlations with some of these you know uh garage manufactured you know thc uh products but you know there are a few cases where it looks like you know people were only buying you know jewel or whatever maybe i shouldn't say the names i, I don't know, I don't know. But it, it doesn't really matter they're nihilists um <laughs> <laughs> and we're shut down <laughs> oh look we just got served i don't think i don't think anybody but, is on the side of jewel at this yeah, point yeah. you know that? But, I, I mean there there have been cases where people have only used the name brand uh uh vape products or at least they're reporting only using the name brand or right. mainstream vape products and and still having uh, the same mm-hmm. well and the other thing that's so hard and you said you know you've heard of cases where they only reported using uh, legitimately manufactured mm-hmm. um if that's the right word uh but it's also worth noting that people often use multiple different kinds of products and yeah. so it's hard it's been hard to been hard to come to a really strong conclusion about it i found another scary statistic like which doesn't surprise me but approximately this is from the cdc's website two-thirds of jewel users ages 15 to 24 have no idea that jewel always contains nicotine Mm. which is just like it's concerning because nicotine isn't like itself harmful but just the addiction the addiction is so high yeah. That like they're just more likely to fall into other addictive behaviors. I do think it's interesting that mm-hmm. other countries don't seem to have this problem. Um, I'm not entirely sure why. I think I've read that other countries don't put the same level of um, restriction. Yeah, or or just like the same demonization of vaping that mm. um, the U.S. has put on it or something along those lines i'm not really sure i understand but at any rate i'm not really sure i understand why this is this seems to have been a uniquely um north american problem and by north america i mean pr- pretty much the u.s mm. i mean you're talking about the lung issues the, the lung, lung issues. issues vaping itself is not yeah it is is not uncommon elsewhere yeah um mm-hmm. well smoking culture is also different in other countries it's but how does Much culture more, relate to, well, I mean, well, that's the thing I don't get. part of the culture yeah. and like it's more accepted and maybe they take more precautions to make sure people are protected because they know they're going to do it. But I'm not sure. Well, Mason, were you going to say something? 
interrupt you. Um, yeah, I guess we clarified because I was just going to point out that like vaping has been banned in other countries now. Like I think India stomped down on it. I don't remember if Germany did it or not, but I don't know if they're shutting down because of reactionary stuff happening here with the the lung injuries that's coming out, or if they were having their own slew. I'm not up to date on this issue. Mm-mm. Well, uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty scary. I, I do hear from my uh, teenager that. Um, it's pretty common in schools and I've mm-hmm. been, uh, I was just reading an article today about how schools are spending money on, um, on vaping detectors for bathrooms, um, which have, yeah. so they detect some chemicals or whatever. Is it not just a smoke detector? It's I guess not just vapors. a smoke detector. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's particularly looking at whatever is in mm-hmm. vaping, vape, whatever's in those fat clouds. I don't yeah. love when people do it indoors. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like if you can't smoke a cigarette in an establishment, vaping is not any different. It's yeah. I feel like it is a little different, but it's still just like, I still don't want to be around that. Exactly. And yeah. also again, we don't know the effect. Yeah. Like that's my, um, I was talking to one of the deans at my high school and he said that like, there was a while where he would just like every class period, he would walk into the boys restroom just like just a scene he would like confiscate like three to four jewels a like Mm. it was that prevalent at that time like Mm. a couple years ago apparently the kids are really good at disabling and destroying the uh or or circumventing the vape detectors so it hasn't proved to be a huge a huge resource for schools because you know they'll do things like blow the smoke into their you know shirts and their backpacks and even there was one <laughs> i think this is, i think this is actually pretty good they would blow into the toilet as they flushed it so that the vape cloud would get sucked <laughs> down into the pipes yeah i mean kids are pretty good at breaking rules yeah imagine if they applied that inventiveness to their studies it's like pot smokers <laughs> i was you pot know smokers what? are incredibly you know inventive <laughs> yeah i was just listening to a stand-up comic who had an amazing bit about uh weed science and like like people who you know know exactly the right temperature to bake the weed into the brownie and like you have to bake it at this temperature for exactly this amount of time and then you're like what's two plus two and like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i once had a roommate who <laughs> Okay, so the backstory is my uh, my father was gifted with a brass helicopter. My father was a paratrooper, uh, and he was a physician assistant um, later. And one of his patients gave him a brass helicopter. And uh, if you disassembled the brass helicopter, it had basically a path um, through it. And um, I discovered that my roommate was smoking weed through my brass helicopter. That, you know, this brass helicopter that my father had been like, I don't know what to do so with it was this a brass. Piece? This, I, my father's like, I don't know what to do with this brass helicopter. I'm like, he's like, you want it? And I'm like, all right, I'll take a brass helicopter. Yeah. So then my roommate was smoking weed through. <laughs> Everything's a bong if you my try hard brass enough. helicopter. Is nothing sacred to these animals? My God. I still have this brass helicopter. <laughs> Helicopter, by the way, I don't know why. It's kind of like oh, I got a brass helicopter. Who do, who has a brass helicopter? Are you talking about like like it's like this little statue, but it's it's, it's actually it's about a foot long, so it's not oh my God. it's not small. Wow, it's if you unscrew <laughs> if you unscrew the bit that holds the the main rotor on, yeah, it's uh, the the body is hollow, and so there's a hole that goes from that uh, attachment point th- out through the what is supposed to be the exhaust pipe on the <laughs> on the helicopter so the exhaust pipe is where you put the 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 bowl of weed and, and then you just suck your friend did this i swear to god <laughs> hang on what type of thing and was then, your dad into that you're not and aware then, of? <laughs> and then you suck the he, he would suck it in through the hole in the hell in the where the the rotors were attached how'd you Have come you upon ever- this <laughs> 
Like, did you walk in and he was just I can't. it right This was out. 25 years ago. I can't really remember exactly how I discovered. <laughs> I can't even remember. Have you ever taken the <laughs> Have you ever taken the helicopter to Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you start walking around, people are like, oh, look, I've got one too. <laughs> I inherited my dad. Why do I have major deja vu about this conversation? Maybe I've talked about it before. I've talked about a lot of things. I don't, on think, the show. I don't think you've ever talked about it. I would have remembered this. Listeners, let us know if I've uh, recapped this uh, before. When it's time to practice your patient communication skills, you could work with our patient instructors to do objective structured clinical encounters. Uh, for those not in the know, these are a standard part of medical education these days, uh, referred to as OSCEs, in which people are hired to simulate a patient encounter for students in order to instruct and assess their clinical and communication skills. They're included in one of the board exams. Uh, or if you're listening, United States Medical Licensing Examination Committee, feel free to steal this idea. You could visit the saddest place on the internet, Yahoo Answers. Oh, man. You guys know how this works. I've located some interesting questions posed by Yahoo Answers users, and we'll use this as practice for your patient communication. And you can also discuss some uh, tests or things you'd be looking for on an exam. We haven't tried that really before. <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, so let's start with uh, this person uh, who has a unique concern. Can a person wake up dead? Like if I fall asleep and wake up dead? I think that happened to me one time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. He woke up like this. He woke up dead? He woke up dead once. <laughs> Just, this is, yeah, I don't, I don't this is like so. breaking my brain right now. Zombies. Yeah. Zombies. Are there any signs you would look for? Okay. So if <laughs> any you clinical it, signs? If it was a zombie, I would look for movement <laughs> with no heartbeat, no breathing. Okay. Um, I mean, if you believe in an afterlife, hungry like, for brains, are you technically prolonged groaning dead? Well, that's that's a that's a good question. So I have a theory of how this could happen. Uh -huh. <laughs> you may not like it, but so there is a, a syndrome called Lazarus syndrome, which is a return oh. of spontaneous circulation mm -hmm. after the use of CPR. Um, so someone can have CPR; it can apparently fail, and then a period of time later, they can come back, have limited or some neuro defects or no neuro defects. So our But then list, they normally end up dying anyway, right? Uh, yeah, usually there's not like a high like But they did wake up dead. But that No, means, they didn't wake up dead. They so, woke up alive. <laughs> they woke up dead, but then they had a gremlin that lived under their bed that came out and did CPR, failed, and then what? It's a joke, Dave. There's no grandma. Never mind. Jesus, your body Cut language this. did not in any way communicate that was a joke. I was like, is he making fun of us right now, Goblin? Well, Dave thought I just knew everything, so I thought I could get away with saying a gremlin. Uh, I almost CPR. You're pretty gullible. I pretty much pretty bought gullible. it. I know. I, it's clickbait. Dave was like, tell me more. Like, yes. Um, all right. Well. You woke up like this. Woke, yeah. Let's try this one. This one, I have to admit, for a second, I was like, Hmm. Does holding your urine mean your body absorbs more of the nutrients? <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. That's a no, dog. He is stored in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it actually backs up into your blood. This is reminding me of kidney stuff. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. want to many, think many, about my test next week. Yeah, many people are uh many people are triggered by uh renal triggered. stuff, I've noticed. Definitely. <laughs> uh are there nutrients in urine that are worth, like, holding in? No. Bear Gorillas would argue otherwise, but 
<laughs> not really. Bro, you you Bear, Girls, Bear Girls does it for the hydration. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. So, so you would advise... Yeah, let it out. Let it it's out. It's not like let a traffic out. jam. It's not like the you know things come to a standstill and things back up into the other parts of your body. Yeah, I just love the idea that this person thought that they hadn't squeezed out all of the uh, all of the nutrients available in whatever they were consuming. To bring this conversation back to poop, you <laughs> nice. If you if you think about how diarrhea works, like you can become malnourished because you're you it's going through so fast. That you don't have mm -hmm. time. Oh, that's true. So I just feel I feel like the thought process process is not completely wrong. Also, let's point out wrong. that some people uh, uh, apparently emit and are able to smell asparagus mm, yeah. pee. I can't. You, you don't. Okay, I definitely can. Have you tried? I, totally I eat asparagus all the time, and I've never noticed that all I need smells like asparagus. All I need to do is look at a cooked asparagus, and you know, it's also like a little extra yellow. Yeah. <laughs> After I eat asparagus. Yeah. So, so, so I have, to, I've, I've, I think I've said on the show before that I, I think this could be a useful, you know, if, if you needed to deliver medicine to the bladder, just attach it to the asparagus piment <laughs> molecule and it'll be, it'll be there instantly. Do you know what the molecule is called? No, I basically. Asparagusic acid. Nice. <laughs> is that real? It's it's amazing. Amazing. Yes. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, I love it. But I mean, that that argues that there could be. You can fact check me, but I'm pretty sure it's real. There could be nutrients in the in the pee that were unused. Yeah. I mean, if you want, you could pee in a cup and drink it again. There's people that do that. Mm. I mean, uh, we could argue with someone who is having glucose in their urine. You could drink yeah. that and get glucose back. But yep. usually that's something else that you want to fix. Yeah. Asparagus. And oh, sure enough. Asparagus acid. All right. Well, it's an interesting theory. Uh, let's try. I don't do it. Yeah. Let's try this question. This is a speculative question. Hypothetical, I assume. What type of injuries would be caused by sitting on your window in a two-story house, <laughs> leaning forward and falling on the grass? What? <laughs> what type of injuries would you get? All kinds of things. Leaning, <laughs> leaning against a window? No, or falling falling out, of, out of a window. Like allowing yourself to... It sounds like purposefully yeah. falling out of a window. Because yeah, like they're like... I'm going to sit on this window and then I'm going to lean forward and fall onto Two the grass. Wait, th I think the grass. I think they're they like, you know, the fresh air. So they're probably like just like sitting on the windowsill and they're just worried if they lean forward, they might fall. So they're just wondering if they should risk the repercussion. So what specific. This person is totally trying to plan a murder. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely trying to murder someone. It's so specific. I mean, I would just say, you know, like if I wanted to know like how I was going to be injured, I would just say, so what if I fell out of a window? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be like, what if I sat down, <laughs> maybe with a cup of coffee or a piece of pie, <laughs> and leaned or forward. Or two pies, one in each hand. One in yeah, each hand and fell out a window onto grass. Yeah, I, I kind of like the murder theory. That's mm -hmm. my bet. Yeah. Oh, there is that picture uh, from one of our lectures where somebody was trying to catch a ball or whatever and they fell and like ended up putting like one of those uh, fence... Like so, oh, went oh up through, yeah, you know oh. the bottom of their. Did they live? They lived. Yeah, it went like basically through their jaw. A real like Phineas Gage yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Okay, out their mouth. It was wild. That's no good. You know, yeah. human beings fine. are amazing. I was gonna say, like, like <laughs> there are stories. Yeah, there are stories of people <laughs> falling out of airplanes and being totally fine, and then a guy just taking the wrong step off a sidewalk and then boom, eating it and dying. Right. Yeah. I, it just amazes me. Natural selection, man. Okay, yep, something like that. Yeah. All right. I, I would assume broken bones uh, 
yeah. per- perforated things inside, mm-hmm. or perforated <laughs> organs. Is that the technical term? Would you be like, like that. Uh, internal bleeding, bleeding, and external bleeding? Yeah. When you get around to taking your, uh, when you get around to taking that that board exam, you're gonna be like, I think you have perforated things in your abdomen. Perforated things inside. Perforated is a big word. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's consider uh, this uh, idea. And and actually, this is right up our alley because we could we could really give this person some career advice. I am twenty years old, never been to college. Will I get a job putting people to sleep for surgery and get paid for it from next month? <laughs> I never done it before. I will ring hospitals in my city tomorrow. They will let me put people to sleep in theater. <laughs> theater. Okay, this person is British. This yep. person is British. Yeah, in theater. Yeah, yeah. ringing. Yeah. Uh, also a killer. <laughs> also a very irresponsible murderer. Yeah, uh, yeah no, you're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> you, need a, you need more than college to be able yeah. to do that. She's got a timeline, though. I like, I like, like a lot of med students. You know, you've got sort of a plan in your head. You're like, in a month, her timing is. I'm going to be an anesthesiologist. <laughs> Her timing yeah. is off, but she does have a clear picture of what she wants her timing yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to be an anesthesiologist or a nurse anesthetist, and those are two very distinct pathways that take a long time to get there. So you have to respect the ambition, though. Yeah. You yeah. have to respect the ambition. Well, I mean, also, it's just like anyone could, be, could put someone to sleep. Like, that doesn't <laughs> sound that hard. It's about right? doing it well, yeah. right? I think I'm not up dying. Again. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, the not dying part is. She didn't crazy. mention that part, yeah. or or the like balancing of all the vital like vitals during. I no, I I think yeah. this person thinks that you know in in just before a surgery, a uh, person walks in with a giant hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Was like, Bonk! Or, or maybe she's really good at like reading bedtime stories to oh, children. So go. maybe she <laughs> What if she yeah, what if she has some sort of psychic uh, like sleep inducing power? A Jedi power. Yeah. <laughs> or she's a, a nanny, you know, she's like, Wow, they always go to sleep when maybe I watch them, so I can just put yeah. them to sleep she's, before she's like surgery. Really boring. Screw this talks. screw this nanny deal. I mean, and you know I mean, why expose them to like all these dangerous anesthesia drugs when you could read them a book. Yeah. She could be a homeopathic anesthesiologist. Oh, that's true. Talk you to sleep. That's true. With nonsense. Yeah. If uh, she's willing to compromise not working in a hospital, I know a few people who need to get kidneys out that <laughs> you could then sell. It's not, you can get money tomorrow for it, but it won't be What's a her cut, job. though? What's her cut? Because she Enough. sounds like she needs... <laughs> it's a transverse incision. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I was just talking though with you before the show, Madeline, about how I'm, I've we have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. sometimes, mm. and um, I would I w- if this person can demonstrate uh, without killing without me. killing me <laughs> that the ability to just put me to sleep, mm. I'm all over that. Higher, yeah. Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Forget hospitals. Give them a ring. Forget hospitals. Insomniacs <laughs> like me will pay you money okay. if I could call you up. If I could call you up at midnight when I realize that I'm not going to be able to go to sleep and say, "Bring it on, lady." <laughs> Dave, there's already a number for that, and you got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> cons- Mason, you're being real shady. Today. I should real. <laughs> this is after dark, Mason. Yeah. It's- <laughs> so something I have tried that I think is really nice is uh, sleep hypnosis. Mm. There's a lot of recordings on like Spotify of like people with like exceptionally relaxing voices 
kind of talking you to sleep. And it's an hour long. So I at some point I should listen to it awake and make sure that they're not like planting subliminal yeah. messages in mm. my mind. But it's actually very relaxing. <laughs> you you should. There is stuff. <laughs> They're training me to be a sleeper agent. I, I, I may have mentioned on the show before that there is a podcast called Sleep With Me. Yes. Oh. That's a very popular Isn't there a, It's yeah. incredibly popular and it's galling as hell because he's got like millions of listeners and he's purposefully boring. Mm -hmm. anyway. I've tried it. I... Works for, it works for me, although it's hard because I sleep with another person. And so mm -hmm. I can either wear uncomfortable headphones. They need to invent headphones that are comfortable to fall asleep. Well, I did find a pair of cheap ass uh, headband, like uh, like almost like a sweatband kind of arrangement oh, thing. But cool. um, I have a stocking cap that has... I was I was kind of afraid of of its apparent Chinese manufacturer and the fact that it could set my bed on fire, <laughs> so I stopped wearing it. Mm. But mm. all right, let's try another one. Uh, I, we've we've sort of touched on this topic several. We've have definitely touched on this topic several times today. Oops. What should I do? Help. I took a sodium phosphate enema because I was constipated and it said it should work within minutes up to an hour. But an hour went by and nothing so I did another one. <laughs> then half hour went by and I've been constantly shooting since then. <laughs> I read the bottle which I should have done first I know but I didn't and it says can cause serious dehydration or kidney problems if taken more than one proper dosage. Is that what is going on or will I be okay? Drink Please only serious answers. <laughs> okay. Water. When 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 somebody on Yahoo Answers specifies, please only serious answers. <laughs> that's not what you're getting. No. That's like a flag saying, "Please yeah. ruin my please life." Please troll me. <laughs> but also, like, how fat do people respond quickly on Yahoo Answers? Because, like, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be faster to call mm. call your doctor's office. I did not look at the timestamps. Yeah, I would seek professional poison I'm controls. There's an poison center help between a questioners and answers on. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably majority questioners. Who yeah. who is on there answering these inquiries? Yeah. Maybe we should be. Yeah, we really should. Yeah. We can we tonight? Can we do a live an account? <laughs> can we do a live answers? Oh yeah, the awesome. uh, show. It's like all Yahoo can the answers. Podcast sponsor a Yahoo account, so then we can <laughs> yeah, we sure. Facebook Live our answers to it. Why not? Um... We're definitely more qualified than probably the majority of people who are answering yeah, these questions. Yeah, it's true. And but still also, not that qualified. <laughs> <laughs> more qualified being the keyword. Yeah. Uh, yeah would, would that would that create a liability problem for us? I mean, Yahoo Yahoo doesn't care. Uh, they're they're a common as as they're a common carrier. As long so. as we don't claim to be reputable, we could just answer questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we control as we control as well as the next person. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what what is sodium? What did he call it? Sodium, sodium phosphate. Phosphate. It's a. It's a. I mean, it's clearly a laxative, but is it a special laxative? Is it different from X-lax? What are we talking about? I mean, what is this? It's an enema. I don't know. It's an enema. So I assume it's kind of like an osmotic thing yeah. where it's going to pull water into the uh, the colon and help with. It is a salt. Yeah. With the like yeah. hydration of the, the stool, so don't help it all to run out. Yeah. Don't people use use um. Magnesium sulfate for that? Yeah, I think it's the more yeah. common one. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know. My it's favorite thing I ever heard, yeah, on Internal <laughs> Mad, I heard someone say, go lightly does not make you go lightly. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, get one more here. This is, a, this is an important question for uh, you people. Am I in my prime now? I'm 27 years old. I'm finding I eat more than I ever did in my entire lifetime. 
even more when I was 14, and I ate quite a bit at that age. I also feel more alert and energized than I ever did at any age. I'm also functioning with 5 to 6 hours of sleep a night and feel well rested. Does this mean that I am finally at my peak or about to be? Others say 28, 32. 35 but I think at 30 plus is just slightly past your prime? <laughs> I don't know I'm confused now. Am I at my prime now? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah. That so, was my thought. It kind of sounds like question. <laughs> I was, I, I, Hypomania. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like this person, I'm not a psychiatrist, <laughs> not trained in any way, but something seems a little off about You're this. You're eating more, you feel more alert. Yeah. You're sleeping less, but still feeling like you don't need. Sleep. I have many ideas. Uh. I have many plans for the future. <laughs> Maybe a little... Have you maxed out any credit cards? Yes. <laughs> Did you go to Vegas and marry a stranger? There is a large pile of Amazon packages on my doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, but as far as is he at his prime, I don't know. Are you I'm guys at 20, your prime? I turned 25 soon. Uh-huh. You're, you're you're an older, an, uh, slightly yeah. older demographic. What are you? Yeah, Nick, you're great. Nick, you're uh, what? 30, 35. 35. Yeah. Uh, Mason, you're a young man. Yeah, I'm 22 and I feel alive. Mm-hmm. I'm at the prime every day. <laughs> Aline, you're... Uh, uh, I decline to answer. Okay. <laughs> My birthday's on Monday. Your birthday's on Monday? Yeah. I turn oh, a quarter of a century oh. on Monday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's all downhill from here because you're going to... You're your at your prime, prime no, now. Dude, no, I don't know. Your 30s your are prime. where it's at. I'm pretty, your 30s I mean, are awesome. Yeah. yeah. When you stop caring about a lot of things, yeah. like you oh, never should have been worried true. about in the Wait till you get to 50. <laughs> yeah, you really let you. Yeah, you're going to go outside with your hair not combed, your fly down. That's the dream. The other day I was mowing the lawn. The other day I was mowing the lawn and I was the particularly difficult part of the lawn where, you know, I have to basically walk in the street on Rochester Avenue, very busy street, oh. so that I can properly mow the section of of lawn and I tripped and fell. <laughs> As you know, hundreds of cars are you know going well. Well, this is it. Then I've lived a good life. And I I did. I know it was a little scary, but I tripped and fell. I fell on the grass. I fell directly on my knee, hurt like a son of a bitch. In an earlier part of my life, I would have been humiliated. But in this case, I just popped right up and was like, "Well, that happened." (laughs) People saw me. Yeah. So there's there's a definite change in attitude. that's positive, but a definite change in like physical ability that's a negative in your thirties. Well, yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah, clearly. I was uh, I was at a dinner at a faculty member's house uh, in the spring, and he has two young children. I think one is fifteen and one is like ten. I swear to God, I saw the ten-year-old take a tumble down two sets of stairs and then just pop back up like yeah. like nothing happened, <laughs> and then he just dove over the back of their couch and started tumbling. <laughs> I was like, hey, are you okay? Some sort of ninja. Yeah, like like foot over head, like tumbling down the stairs and then was totally fine. And I was like, I'd be in the hospital for a month if that Uh, happened. I'd have broken everything. Yeah. Mm. I I think I tore my pec again at DVIP bench press this year. It happened last year, too. Oh, wow. You might want to go with lighter weights. I don't ever weightlift until DVIP bench press fundraiser. Uh Uh-huh. That seems wise. And then I do 50 reps of only 25 pounds. Okay. I was going to ask what the... This movement, like, really burns. Oh. Shh. But you, Mason, do you have stories of your impending 
physical collapse or no like i said i'm at the prime of my life i've uh-huh. been at the prime of my life for the past 22 years i'm gonna be at the prime of my life for the next 100 so the answer is no he's not at his prime how would you identify say what's the word what, 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 how would you identify being at the prime of your life you just feel good all the time nothing makes you if you do can you keep it yourself because i don't need it. i don't need that energy right now <laughs> to hear about how you feel great i'm just kidding. only when your your age is a prime number that's when you're at the oh time. i see <laughs> really nerdified <laughs> this conversation it's awesome not there uh okay well we, we uh we suggest a psychiatric evaluation yeah just on the off chance that they might be hypomanic um <laughs> Because yeah. something's not something's not right about that. Never be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> yeah, you could still be at your prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that is our show. <laughs> Mason, Nick, Aline, Madeline. Almost called you Mandolin. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Madeline, thank you for hanging out with me today. Yeah. It was great. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. It was great. Anytime, <laughs> Dave. You know, anytime. <laughs> I always <laughs> just shoot the shit together. And shoot the basically shit. what this podcast is. <laughs> and of course, thank you, Short Goats, for making us part of your week. If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, and whenever wherever else fine podcasts are available. Your questions, listeners, are what we live for because they mean the show can be what you want it to be about, and I have to do less work. Uh, coming up with stuff to talk about. So send your questions and comments to the shortcodes at gmail.com or leave you a message at 347-SHORT-CT so we can talk about it on the show. While your podcast app is open, give us some stars and review. Let us know if we're doing right by you. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Kate DeCherry. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox and our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. Yeah.